Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And of course, we are right in the middle of our monthly series on LinkedIn. I love doing this because I think LinkedIn is so important. We could probably just do, you know, LinkedIn for many, many programs, but it's fun to, to be able to focus on it for this month. And What's even better is I get to talk to a friend of mine again, who is a LinkedIn expert. I love talking with this absolutely wonderful woman because she's so much fun, but she really knows her stuff. So please join me in welcoming Deborah Jason to our program today. Welcome. (laughs) Glad hands, glad hands. So let me tell people a little bit about you and then we'll jump into this because I know we're going to fill the hour. (laughs) So Deborah Jason started her copywriting business from scratch with one client to her name and no degree in marketing. After a consistent and persistent effort to market herself and keep marketing herself, she is proud to be with us today, still in business, more than 30 years after she opened her doors. She, of course, started when she was five. Um, In addition to her copywriting business, Deborah is a national speaker, marketing mentor, and the author of the award-winning book, Millionaire Marketing on a Shoestring Budget. More on that in a minute. From business owners and engineers to speakers and real estate agents, she has guided hundreds of professionals in creating robust and optimized LinkedIn profiles that help them open the doors to receiving more opportunities on the network. We invited Deborah here today to discuss some of the common mistakes often made on LinkedIn and how to avoid them. So again, Deborah, welcome. Thanks, Deb. It's always so much fun. And like you said, you know, the time just flies by so quickly. So we'll cover as much as we can. (laughs) It does. It does. Well, let's let's go back just a second and talk about the book. The book. The book. The book. (laughs) I love it. We have to show off and we have to show off our tabs. Um, So I am in the book. So that's always fun. But, you know, the reason I want to show off my copy of the book is I almost never do this. (laughs) <laughs> you know, when I read a book, it's like, this is great. This is fabulous information. Then the book goes on my shelf. This book needed to have its little markers little so that I could go back to it and refer to it. Um, and what I like is it really is about how to market yourself without spending a small fortune. And so there's tons of great ideas in here. So I encourage folks to, to pick up a copy. Well, thank you for that little pitch, and I didn't even have to pay you for it. I know, I know. <laughs> I, you know, such fun, that's cost-effective marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and right, that's that is the best way to do it because when someone we know, like, and trust, trust. says something about someone else, 
we're like, oh, okay. You know, even if we don't know, like, or trust them, if it's just, you know, a, a third party endorsement, we're like, okay. You know, if you were to see an ad for million dollar market, you're like, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. But when someone else talks about it, that's what really works. So, you know, so again, you know, pick up your copy at bookstores everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> So, Deborah, that's for the people who haven't um, had the opportunity to listen in the past. Tell us a little bit more about where you got to where you are today, and and how you discovered that this is your passion. Oh wow! Well, let's see. Go back a long time to uh, 1988, approximately, mm-hmm. and um, I was actually at that time, I'm in Colorado, for those of you who don't know, I'm in Colorado, but I'm originally from New York, and I had gone back to New York and really wasn't that happy living there. It's a great place to visit, Mm -hmm. but living there was different. So I returned to Colorado and was looking for a job as a copywriter. Okay. And in 1988, Colorado was in a recession, so everywhere I went, people said, we're not hiring. Right. We're We're doing it in-house. Right. But what they did say is if you were to start your own freelance business, we could use your help. Ah. So a light bulb went off in my head because I always wanted my own business. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that was going to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll start my own business as a freelance copywriter. Mm -hmm. So that was January 1st of 1989 Mm -hmm. that I opened my doors for business. Mm -hmm. And have, as you said earlier, I don't have a degree in marketing. I'm actually a certified speech pathologist with a mm-hmm. master's degree in communication disorders. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure out how am I going to get my message out right. there? Mm-hmm. And there was no internet there. There was no, no social media. Al Gore hadn't invented it yet. So that sort of became my passion was, okay, well, what do I do to let people know I'm here? Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to 9-11. Mm. And around the time of 9-11, a lot, at that point, I had had my business for a while. And mm-hmm. I had clients who were calling and saying, I'm nervous. I'm mm-hmm. worried. I think I need to stop marketing. And that's when I said, no, that's right. when you need right. to keep mm-hmm. marketing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't want to spend money. I'm like, well, you can still get your message out there mm-hmm. cost effectively mm-hmm. without breaking the bank. Mm-hmm. And that sort of became a passion. I started going out and speaking about that. Mm-hmm. And then, as you know, the book didn't actually come out until many years later uh, when someone said, that sounds like a book. Yeah. And I was doing more and more speaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's how it all sort of came to uh, fruition. Mm -hmm. And now it's been more than 30 years since I've been doing that. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, and copywriting is definitely a skill, you know, and, and, and it's unfortunately one of those things that so many people, oh, I can write it. I can write my own stuff. <laughs> and they can write their own stuff. And I, I fall prey to that also. Oh, I can write that. But we don't know the nuances of how to do it. Um, you know, Correct. all of those various things. Uh, and, and it isn't about just, you know, using the right adverbs and adjectives and, and all of those. It is, there is a true skill in copywriting. Yes. And it's interesting because a lot of people, when they're doing some marketing, Mm -hmm. let's say, you know, creating a website, Mm -hmm. they think, well, I don't know how to design a website. I have to hire a designer for that, Mm -hmm. but I can write it myself. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my clients actually end up being people who write it. Mm -hmm. 
and then nothing happens on their website right. and they go, Hmm, maybe I didn't do such a good job writing. Mm-hmm. And I just went through that with someone mm-hmm. who I did a critique for mm-hmm. and I gave them the feedback and they're like, Oh my God, you're so right. right. Uh, can I hire you now to rewrite everything that's mm-hmm. on my site? And because went, there is, there is sure. some, to give people some tips, you know, you need to understand what's the problem that your right. audience is having. Mm-hmm. So, you know, are they struggling to write their LinkedIn profile because mm-hmm. they don't know what to say? Mm-hmm. Well, I have a solution, you know, mm-hmm. I can help you share your right. story in a way that captivates and converts mm-hmm. your prospects mm-hmm. into loyal raving fans. And so right. it's just and the other thing is people have a hard time writing about themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. They feel like they're bragging or they're boasting. Mm-hmm. And so having a copywriter listen to you, mm-hmm. listen to what it is that you do, listen mm-hmm. to what it is that's the problem for your audience. Mm-hmm. When you're struggling with how to get the ideas out of your head and onto paper, mm-hmm. a copywriter can do that in a way right. that helps you market your business mm-hmm. and market yourself when you're struggling with how to do that. Right. So yeah, there is a skill to do it. And there are people who write their own content that actually can do a good job at it. Um, but it's good to know when you're not quite mm-hmm. hitting the nail on the head and to right. call on somebody to help. Yeah. I remember when I actually hired someone to do my LinkedIn profile and I looked at it and I went, whoa, that's me. I mean, <laughs> and, and they did not in any way say anything that was untruthful or anything like that. They just said it in a different way. Way. Um, you know, and, and, and I think that's a big part of it is we get very used to saying either about our product or ourselves, it does this and this and this and this and this. And, you know, and, and the copywriter is who really brings it out. And, and so, you know, I really wanted to talk to you about um, having, you know, yes, we're, we, you know, they, they should have you, I, you know, work with you to, to have, uh, to write the, the LinkedIn profile, but, you know, people should consider that, you know, they should consider having at least parts of it done by a professional copywriter. You know, it's interesting because, um, oh, a while ago, a colleague of mine said, I don't understand, Deborah, you're a, a copywriter, but you're teaching people about LinkedIn what does LinkedIn and, and copywriting right. have mm-hmm. to do with one another? And I'm like, well, with LinkedIn, you have to write a profile. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, we were talking, one of the biggest mistakes people make on LinkedIn is they forget about, now LinkedIn is calling it the about section. Right. It used to be, it the, used to be called the summary mm-hmm. section. And people would go on LinkedIn, put up a picture, put up a headline, and not fill out the summary section. Well, two sentences. I hate it. And- they did a summary. It was two sentences. And that's a really important part mm-hmm. of your profile because mm-hmm. and one of the mistakes people make when they do fill it out mm-hmm. is they end up saying um, a lot about themselves, which is important. But mm-hmm. what I tell people, the way I guide them is talk a little bit about who you are, mm-hmm. a little bit about your story, but then how do you help people? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I do believe in writing it in first person, mm-hmm. um, but people are coming to learn about you. So yes, share some of your story but then share, how do I help others? And Mm -hmm. I had one client who wrote a story and went back, you know, 20 years. And I'm like, no, that's too much of your story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little too TMI. Mm -hmm. You know, share a little bit about this and now say how, what you learned from this, Mm -hmm. how you help people. Mm -hmm. Right. So I encourage people strongly Mm -hmm. to go back to their profiles Mm -hmm. and look at their about Mm -hmm. section 
Right. And fill it out in a way that shares a little bit about who you are and how you help others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, think of it as the about tab in a website. Website. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. I mean, it's silly <laughs> me. That had never, you know, I mean, hey, yeah. I mean, that light bulb went off. And because that is what it is. You know, that is mm-hmm. where you're talking about yourself in a non-salesy way. Mm-hmm. It can be a, a bragging way, but not in a, a braggardly way is, is maybe the, the way to put that. Because you, you are trying to convince someone, if not to work with you or buy from you, to at least connect with you. You know, and, and so if it's, well, I've done, you know, then, you know, that's, that's boring also, but you know, it it, you want to capture somebody's attention with it. And so I want to read just the first little bit of yours because I, I love this. And then we want people to, to read the whole thing, but it says marketing like life is about connecting, building and nurturing relationships. I speak about the art of engaging as it relates to increasing your visibility online and off gaining top-of-mind awareness, and attracting a steady stream of happy clients. Now, to me, that reads almost like a novel. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's very interesting, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you could have just said, marketing is about building relationships. I help you do that. That's mm-hmm. what that says, right? right? But it says it in a much more engaging and friendly way. Well, you just hit the nail on the head because engagement Mm -hmm. is a big piece. I mean, when I talk about LinkedIn and I do presentations, Mm -hmm. I say, you know, it's about getting involved. It's about Mm -hmm. getting engaged. And I kind of, um, I compare it to joining a chamber of commerce. Mm -hmm. Some people join a chamber of commerce, they pay their dues, and then they don't do anything. Right. They sit back and go, okay, what's the chamber going to do Come to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And LinkedIn, people fill out a LinkedIn profile and they don't even actually even really fill it out. Right. Um, and then they sit back and go, well, LinkedIn's not working for me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what are you doing to get engaged mm-hmm. and get involved? Right. Oh, well, nothing. I put up my profile. Yeah. I can, I go in once a month and do all the connections, you know, and, and yes. it's like, no, you have to work it. Yes. Yes. So it's really important to, and actually I just got off the call with somebody who said, mm-hmm. you know, I got like 50 new connections. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. So now what do you do with that? Right. You know, <laughs> and are you, here's another important thing, people ditch the pitch. Oh. Oh. So somebody connects with you. Mm-hmm. And actually this client I was just talking with said, yeah, he connected with somebody. And the next message was buy my stuff. Oh yeah. Um, yep. So remember when you connect with people first to personalize your connection request, Mm -hmm. and then when they do accept your connection request to, to start a conversation, Mm -hmm. right. Right. You know, to provide value. I had, um, we were on a zoom call yesterday. I connected with someone who was on the zoom call. Mm -hmm. We ended up chatting through LinkedIn, not about, well, a little bit about business, but mostly Mm -hmm. she was in England and I was in Colorado Mm -hmm. and we started Mm -hmm. talking about England Mm -hmm. and Colorado. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there was a little bit about business in there. Right. But that's the beginning of a conversation mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. beginning of nurturing a relationship. Right. So not every connection is about, let me sell you. Mm-hmm. Right. It could be a referral resource. It could yeah. be someone who ends up being a, an affiliate partner. Mm-hmm. It could just be someone who becomes a good friend or a colleague. Right. 
You know, and it, it's the old dating story. You know, you don't ask somebody to marry you five minutes after you met. You know, usually. Every once in a while, they're in there. But, but yeah. You can do a whole show on dating. I know. I know. You know, and, but yeah, so we don't pitch right away. And, you know, and the people that do, I mean, it was funny. I was, I was looking back through here as, as you were talking and, and it was funny because I had someone, I get, you know, I get the nasty pitches several times a week. Um, you know, and, and now it, it, there's, and, and I do, you know, there's a difference between, hi, I'd like to make connections with you and how can I help you? Well, I'm, I'm still going to ignore that. Right. But, you know, I, I had one earlier this week that said, I was so, int- dear Deborah, so I always know, okay, they really don't know me, but know my me. LinkedIn profile is Deborah. I mean, Deborah. You know, and, and, and mine's long, I'm Deborah. Um, right. And so, you know, it said, hi, hi, Deborah. So I'm like, okay, well, they clearly don't know me. Um, but at least they use my name. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, as, as, as opposed to the others where you know it was just a cut and paste. They at least took the time to put my name in there. Okay. Yes. But they, then, then it said, I was very intrigued to read more about Deb Creer. And, you know, and, and, and it totally <laughs> threw me for a second. And then I realized that, like you, my name is my business. And this mm-hmm. person had no clue that my name was my business. And I'm business. thinking, okay, I don't, how do you miss that Deborah Creer and Deb Creer are, you know, De- and, <laughs> and so, you know, the whole thing was Deb Creer does this and Deb Creer does that. And it's like, oh, no, um, you know, and, uh, and, and I actually told her, no, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. And then she pitched me again. She did not catch that I said, no, go away. Away. She got a response and she went, oh, I got a response. Um, you know, and, and that's one of the, the other mistakes that people make is, you know, they might have said, hey, it's nice to connect with you. And then I respond and I say, you know, that's great. And then, then you get the pitch, you know, and, and so, you know, build that relationship. Well, and here's sort of a, a PS to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I connected with someone on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and then guess what? I ended up on his email list. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't starting to pitch me on LinkedIn, but I started getting emails going, mm-hmm. did you get this from me? Did mm-hmm. you get this from me? You know, I haven't heard back from you and I finally unsubscribed. Oh yeah. And you know, to be honest, mm-hmm. when I first got on social media, I made that mm-hmm. mistake. Somebody right. connected with me. Mm-hmm. I put them on my list. And, it was and only LinkedIn when, made that easy. It was so easy to get somebody's email address. Yes, not, not, not as easy now. And actually, a lot of people will put an email address in their LinkedIn profile that mm-hmm. they don't use other than the on LinkedIn. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so please, when somebody connects with you on LinkedIn, that doesn't mean you add them to your mm-hmm. email list. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, unless they happen to go to your website and opt into your right. email list. It's right. a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, well, so, and and you you want them to be going to your website, yes. Um, you know, and and so you should have that call to action in there. Uh, in some cases, now it's interesting. I interviewed someone else for the this series this month, and she does not. The LinkedIn is the only online presence she has, and she's she okay. works full time. I mean, she said she doesn't need it, um, and she gets she gets as much business as she needs from LinkedIn, and that's LinkedIn. great. Um, but, but yeah, it was, but yeah, if you, if you're sending someone else, you know, if you've got a website, you want that call to action and you might say, Hey, I've got a great white paper, go to my website to check it out, you know, something like that. But yeah, just don't try and snag their email address and and put it in your list. Yeah. It's, um, 
And I hear it a lot, not necessarily just on LinkedIn, but on Facebook. People right. say, oh, my God, you know, we connected on Facebook and now I'm getting your emails every day. Right. Or I met you at a business event and I shook your hand and now I'm on your email list. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so you have to be sensitive to that. You know, the, the, I don't know if I would say the hard part, but we're all in business. Mm-hmm. And so obviously we do need to make money. We have bills right. to pay. Mm-hmm. And so the goal in many cases is ultimately to build your business. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a way to do it. That's, I don't know what the correct word is. Sometimes as a copywriter, I don't always have the right word. Yeah. Um, well, especially when you get put on the spot. I mean, you know, that's, <laughs> but there's a way to build the relationship so that it could turn into a prosperous right. relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, without it feeling icky or salesy mm-hmm. or, you know, my tagline is marketing and writing with heart, not hype. Mm-hmm. And so I do my best to say, you know, how can I help you? But mm-hmm. if you don't want to buy my stuff, that's okay. Right. I, I just got off a call for an hour and a half. I wasn't charging that person. Mm-hmm. Um, it will turn into, mm-hmm. you know, a client. Right. Um, but sometimes you have to know what that fine line is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and I think that we're using LinkedIn more than than we have in the past, and I think part of that is you know because we're getting the Facebook burnout, um, where you know we're tired of seeing you know all of the political things you know, that's been and and now of course as we're recording this we're in self exile because of coronavirus, um, and so you know that's of course all over everywhere on Facebook, and 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 I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean you know we need information right. and things like that, but. It is an overload, and and if I want, <coughs> excuse me, if I want business, I have to go to LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and and that's great. That's what I do. I go to LinkedIn because people are sharing mm-hmm. content about you know information, you know articles that they've seen. Now it might pertain to politics. It might pertain to um, COVID nineteen, but from a business perspective. Yes, and that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, is I'll post images, mm-hmm. you know, and I get a lot of people that love my just flower images, but I'll mm-hmm. put in right. something like, you know, uh, something about is your business blossoming or mm-hmm. what's blossoming in your business today? Mm-hmm. Um, and I do get a lot of people that look at those. Mm-hmm. Not everyone responds to them, but mm-hmm. I see people view it. Right. Now, right. some other things that I do are always, um, you know, some inspirational quote mm-hmm. or some post about LinkedIn or right. a post about mm-hmm. copywriting, something that provides value for people. Mm-hmm. But an important thing to keep in mind that, that you sort of mentioned that made me think of this um, is, yes, we want to build those relationships to hopefully build our business. Mm-hmm. But LinkedIn is really awesome as well for helping you just build your personal brand and right. be a thought leader, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. share information that's of value. And it doesn't even have to always be your own information. Right. Oh, yeah. It's perfectly fine to share with someone else's content. As long as you're not taking credit for it. Well, yes, right. (laughs) You know, so Deb Creer could post something and I might share that Mm -hmm. and say, you know, here's something my colleague shared that I found really valuable Mm -hmm. today and I'm sharing it with you. Mm -hmm. One that keeps me top of mind with Deb Creer. Mm -hmm. And two, it shares value with my audience. It also introduces my audience to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are a lot of really nice ways that help you build that relationship Mm -hmm without pitching. Right. So what else should be in your about section? You know, because people are like, okay, well, you know, I've got 2000 characters. That's a lot. I probably don't want to fill that. 
<coughs> what do I want to put there? So it kind of goes back to what we were talking about. But one thing that we haven't talked about mm-hmm. is, and I don't mean to mm-hmm. stuff, but you you should have keyword phrases right. in your mm-hmm. uh, well throughout your LinkedIn mm-hmm. profile. Mm-hmm. But when you're writing in that about section, think about what would somebody search if they don't know you, they don't right. know your name, they don't know your business. What's mm-hmm. the keyword phrase or mm-hmm. several keyword phrases they mm-hmm. might search? And that should be in your about section, mm-hmm. not just stuffed, but in a way that's mm-hmm. appropriate. So when you're talking about who you are and how you help people, those mm-hmm. phrases are in there. Should somebody be, because LinkedIn, like Google, is a search engine. Right. And it's a really robust search engine when you've got the right content there. Yes. You know, so for example, um, I am a speaker. Mm-hmm. And a lot of speakers will put in their LinkedIn profile that they are a speaker mm-hmm. or a keynote speaker. A and one of one of my clients who was a speaker, I said, "Well, if you do a search on LinkedIn for keynote speaker, how many results right. do you think you get?" Oh yeah, it's it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So we went back in, and not just in her about section, but also in her professional headline. And in her experience mm-hmm. section, mm-hmm. we had keyword phrases that related. Mm-hmm. She's a wellness speaker. She talks ah. about um, mm-hmm. one of her part of her story mm-hmm. is how she got very ill and almost died mm-hmm. and how she got herself back to good health. Mm-hmm. And it had to do with diet and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, so we made sure those keyword phrases were in right. a professional headline mm-hmm. or in her about section or in her current experience. Mm-hmm. And if it was applicable in her past experience. So she had health and wellness. Mm-hmm. She had um, work-life balance. Mm-hmm. So all those kinds of things should be sprinkled throughout. So right. if somebody were to search a wellness speaker, mm-hmm. you know, or a health and wellness mm-hmm. speaker, then she would more likely show up than if they were just right. searching a keynote. You know. Right. Well, and you know, it's like you know when when we used to design websites and you had to put keywords in there, you know, and, and there was actually you know this they don't do this anymore, but you you had to to put keywords in, and so you thought of anything that somebody would use to search for you, mm-hmm. um, and then of course there were the people who cheated that Google <laughs> soon did away with, where you're like they might put someone else, and these are all hidden, you know, they're in the coding right. of of your website, site. so they would put somebody else's name, they would name. put somebody else's, oh yeah, bad, bad, bad form, you know, and, and of course Google's smarter than that, and Google, right. you know, no, no, but you know, and and that I think is one of the maybe that's one of the reasons why we need to work with a copywriter because we get stuck in thinking I'm a speaker, and we forget. <laughs> what other terms someone might, might, might use. Um, you know, and it's really funny. I've seen people's profiles before where what they have done is they know they are an X and they've got their handy dandy thesaurus. And so then they like pick, you know, okay, well there's speaker, there's presenter, there's trainer, there's, you know, <laughs> and, and so they're sprinkling those words in, but very heavy handedly. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and so it's not appropriate. And that, again, that's where it helps to be working with someone who knows how to write as opposed to open a thesaurus. Well, that into, I think what you're alluding to is stuffing, mm-hmm. you know, right. just stuffing words in mm-hmm. that one, when you read it, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Or two, you know, it's just, it's not true to who you mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. you know, and one right. thing that's really important, I know the word is used a lot, but I believe it's so important is being authentic right. and being genuine mm-hmm. to who you are. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so, you know, if, if it's true for who you are, mm -hmm. then perfect. Right. But don't be stuffing every possible word in there because you think this is going to get right. me better SEO mm -hmm. or show right. up because it won't most mm -hmm. likely. Yeah. Well, and I always tell people, especially with your about section, rewrite it and then read it out loud. You know, how does it flow? Um, you know, because that's where the stuffing mm -hmm. comes out. That's where, you know, because when you start struggling to even read it, someone else is going to struggle too. And then oh, what happens is they stop. Yes. And another point um, and a mistake that people make is mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, you have 2000 characters in mm -hmm. your about section. Please, please, please don't write 2000 characters <laughs> into one really long paragraph oh, yeah. mm -hmm. that nobody is going mm -hmm. to read. So I right. tell people, and this is true as a copywriter mm -hmm. for websites, mm -hmm. make it easy on the reader's mm -hmm. eye. So right. short paragraphs, mm -hmm. um, subheadings, mm -hmm bullet points i tell people don't do just bullet points mm -hmm. because then you're not really having a conversation right because that's yeah mm -hmm. so make a combination mm -hmm. of you know some personal content some bullet points some subheadlines mm -hmm. to make it when they go there easy on the eyes so because like everybody mm -hmm. in advertising and marketing they'll scan first right and then if there's something mm -hmm. that makes them go oh that mm -hmm. resonates with me. Mm -hmm. right. Then they'll go back and mm -hmm. they'll read. Mm -hmm. So make sure that when you fill out that about section, mm -hmm. that you don't write one just really long paragraph. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and and maybe you do a brain dump to do that. Yes. But you know, then you go back through and, and edit. Um, you well, know, and, and to that point, real quickly, one thing I recommend to people. I don't know if you do this is to start out with a word document. Mm -hmm. Don't yes. go into LinkedIn and start oh, no. writing. Yeah. Go in and write a word file and cut and pay, you know, chop it up, move things around. Mm -hmm. Then when you feel like you've got it where you want it, mm -hmm. go into LinkedIn right. and right. put it in there. Mm -hmm. so. No, and yeah, you know, it's it, it plus you can you can use some of the tools that Word has to make sure that words are spelled correctly. Yeah. Um, you know, all these various things because yeah, that's the the worst thing. I tell you, you know, is is if you have typos in your LinkedIn, you know, I, I don't care what you do. If you have typos, you're done, you know, because this is your professional, professional. image, um, you know, and, and so take the time to, to do it. I was helping a young man one time. I've talked about this before. Extremely knowledgeable kid. He had just graduated from the lead school of business there at University of Colorado. Colorado. So, you know, very, very high level kid. And he was going into the insurance field. He misspelled license every time because, you know, and, and that's, of course, that's that, once you get a word stuck in your head, right? It doesn't. Yeah. And, and of course, and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking it doesn't look right. So I, you know, and so I, I had to check, I mean, What's you know, spelling is an, you know, and so I gently said, you know, did you run this through a spell checker? No. Okay. And I said, well, License is spelled wrong. And he looks at it and out of his mouth comes the words, no, it's not. And I thought, <laughs> okay, I'm pretty much done here. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he was applying for jobs and things and, and with people who knew how to spell the word license. License. And, you know, and, and so right there, he was, it's, it is exactly the same as if you have typos in your resume. It's gone. I don't well, care what it says. It's gone. <clears throat> To that point, you know, you were saying read things out loud. Mm -hmm. 
you might consider having somebody else read it. Right. Because mm -hmm. oftentimes, for example, if somebody sends me something that they wrote, mm -hmm. they have, they're, you're too close to it. Mm -hmm. Even as a copywriter, right. you know, you've looked at mm -hmm. it so many times mm -hmm. that you don't see that license is misspelled. Right. We but read the you mistakes. you looked at it for the first time, mm -hmm. goes, oh, mm -hmm. did you notice this word was misspelled? And you're like, right. oh. I, I know. That, and you're like, <laughs> well, and things so too, often. like, you know, did you do a sentence that went on for, you know, four lines? And, you know, because it, as you're writing, it was just, oh, and, 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 yeah. you know, and then when you're reading it, pretty soon you're turning blue because you didn't get a chance to breathe. So I yeah, just so. had that this morning where I was reading this client's, mm -hmm. you know, sentence. And as I kept reading, I'm like, where does it end? And finally, I went, <laughs> You have one sentence that takes up four lines. Oh, one sentence. I'm mm -hmm. like, we got to fix that. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> right. You know, and that's easy enough. That was probably at least two sentences, if not three or more. Um, you right. know, and, and, and that's the cool thing about this is it should be kind of conversational. So yes. it might be a two word sentence. You know, it can. That could be your sentence. You know, I can. We can. We, you know, all those various things. It's, right. That's okay to do that. Yes. And, you know, not so much maybe in LinkedIn, but in copywriting in general, we often break the rules of grammar, mm -hmm. you know. And so, um, you know, like on a website or in a direct mail piece, there might be a sentence that you go, that's really not a sentence. Right. There's a preposition there. Right. <laughs> um, a LinkedIn, you know, maybe it's a little bit more formal, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But yes, you can still be conversational mm -hmm. and draw people in. Because the whole idea is, you know, people say, my LinkedIn profile is not working for me. And I'm like, okay, let's go look at it. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that even draws you in right. to say, I want to know mm -hmm. more about this person or mm -hmm. this person could be somebody I should stay in mm -hmm. touch with. Um, and it's, it's sad because they actually, I just had someone said, I want to be on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I actually think I have a profile. Mm -hmm. And she went searching and she finally found it. Mm -hmm. There was no photo on it. Uh, there was, you know, no about section, mm -hmm. uh, barely a title. And so now she's working on totally mm -hmm. revamping it. Right. But I think that happened for a lot of people mm -hmm. who got the LinkedIn invite from right. a friend. Right. And we cut and pasted our resume into it, right? <laughs> if you even did that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, right. So, you know, there's a lot. Of, when I speak, a lot of people say, you know, I got on LinkedIn because a friend sent me an invitation. Mm -hmm but I don't really know what I'm doing there right. now. Right. You know, and yep. so for some people, they may not really need to be on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and, and, and especially if you're not going to use it, you know, if yeah. you're just going to set, you know, get your profile and then never go back in, never do anything with it. It's, it is like a website. You know, if you had a company website that you put up and then never, ever updated, you know, that's, that's not going to work mm -hmm. either. Yeah. It, it, it's a, what do we call it? A live document, you know, right. even if mm -hmm. you don't really change much in your profile, you're still on doing posts mm -hmm. or doing mm -hmm. long form articles right? or, you know, look what other people mm -hmm. are sharing, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. It's, it's just important to um, show people who you are because I would say, I don't know if it's, I'm making this statistic up nine times out of 10, I will say, you go to a conference or an event or you're out networking, mm -hmm. somebody you meet looks you up on LinkedIn after mm -hmm. they meet you. Right. 
you know? And so if they go up to your profile and there's really not much there, they're like, mm -hmm. oh, well, I guess, you know, there's not, right. I'm not learning anything about who mm -hmm. this person is other than what I just heard from them at this networking event. Well, and a lot worse of people if it's out of date. Say that again? Or it's you out know, of if, date? if it's out of date. So maybe, you know, they, they don't have a, their current job there or their current position or anything like that. You're like, well, maybe that's not even the right person. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> like, is this the person I just connected with? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not right. sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you could search them mm -hmm. and find somebody that's got the same name and mm -hmm. find out, oh, gee, I thought they worked at right. XYZ right. company, but mm -hmm. their profile says ABC. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and does the picture current, you mm -hmm. know, and look like that person that I just met? Mm -hmm. right. um, which brings us to photos. Mm -hmm. Pictures, <laughs> pictures, pictures, people. You must have a picture. But, you know, what I like to add these days, because it wasn't as prevalent when LinkedIn first started, it's not just your profile photo, mm -hmm. you know, which is that little mm -hmm. picture on the left side of your, but the background right. banner. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I encourage people to do, some people put up a pretty picture in the background. Mm -hmm. Like, well, that's pretty, but why not include on that background your contact information? Mm -hmm. It's a billboard. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's not clickable. It's not linkable. Right. But it, what could hurt if someone gets to your LinkedIn profile and right away they see mm -hmm. your phone number or your mm -hmm. email or mm -hmm. your website? Mm -hmm. So add that to it. Mm -hmm. And a great tool for doing that is Canva. Mm -hmm. you know, yep. you can oh, yeah, because you can image. size it exactly the way you need it sized. Mm -hmm. So I strongly recommend that people take advantage of that banner mm -hmm. and put contact information mm -hmm. on there so that people right away, they don't have to hit mm -hmm. the contact info button or look mm -hmm. for how to reach you it's right there as soon as they get to mm -hmm. your profile right now one of the other mistakes that that people make is that they think well i've got my linkedin profile there and and you know we've said you know kind of the the now what you know and and they they expect that the world will come to them you know the old if i build it they will come they will type come. of thing so you know, yes, you have to have something there, obviously, but it's not an immediate, oh my gosh, people are going to come to you type of thing. No, no. Um, it takes time to build those relationships. Mm -hmm. And even when somebody does come to you, and that's why I talk about the importance of keyword phrases is mm -hmm. if someone is searching, they may likely find you mm -hmm. if you have a robust and optimized profile. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but just because you build it doesn't mean it happens. Mm -hmm. That's where the engagement and the involvement mm -hmm. part comes in. You know, so if there are people that you want to connect with, are you looking at their LinkedIn profile mm -hmm. one, but are you looking at what they're posting and not just looking at what they're posting, right. but are you commenting on what they're mm -hmm. posting or sharing what they're mm -hmm. posting? Um, Cause then they'll see you'll stay top of mind mm -hmm. that right. way. Um, so that's really important to mm -hmm. remember is just because you put it up there, mm -hmm. unless you get involved and engaged, you know, not right. much would probably mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are tools to be able to do this. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't even realize you can tag someone. You tagged me twice yesterday. And, you know, and, and of course, what happens is it immediately sent me an email. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, what did Deborah say? You know, and, and so then I went to LinkedIn. Um, you know, and, and so you can tag me. Now, 
you know, it's just like tagging anybody on any social say, media. Let's add the caveat yeah. in there. <laughs> Don't tag Bill Gates just because you think Bill Gates is going to pay attention to you. Um, you know, and, and so it, it does have to be appropriate. appropriate. Um, but, but yeah, you can tag people. You know, there's the, the section and it's at the, the top of your little thing. I'm looking to see um, where it's, it's called notifications. And so it tells you kind of what's going on in your field. Um, and let's see, where's mine? Oops, I clicked the wrong one. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so it's telling me that I need to congratulate this person because they got a new job. Um, this person was mentioned in an article. This person had a live broadcast. These people started new jobs. I mean, and this is just within you know, the last couple of hours. Mm -hmm. uh, this one is, you know, this one's talking about a post that someone wrote. It will tell you in particular if someone commented on one of my posts because, oh. you know, you always want to know those things. So go in and check the notifications. And, you know, it's, and it might take a while because if you haven't checked them in a while, now don't go back and, you know, if it was something that was more than just a couple of days ago, they won't remember. But, but that's a great way, again, to interact with people. And that's kind of the, the whole thing where, you know, you see somebody at a networking event. If I say, hey, Deborah, and an hour later you go, I think she oh. talked to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, and to that point, um, when you look at the notifications, it, you know, it will say, mm -hmm. uh, Deborah reacted to your yes. post or mm -hmm. Deborah commented on mm -hmm. your post. Mm -hmm. So one thing I tell people is if someone commented on your post, look. go in there and respond. Yes. You know, yes. even, even if, if you're just, just clicking the like bu button mm -hmm. or even if you're just saying thank you. And I, I will okay. do this depending on how many people actually like or comment. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're getting hundreds of people that respond great mm -hmm. for you. But right. as, when I first put something up, mm -hmm. if someone just likes it or reacts to it, mm -hmm. I'll go in and say thank you for the thumbs up. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, and I'll tag them and say thanks, Deb, for the mm -hmm. thumbs up. Right. So then they see that I'm interacting with them. Mm -hmm. Even if they didn't comment, they mm -hmm. just liked something. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to have that interaction mm -hmm. because why are you, if someone comments and you don't respond, then how do you right, start right. the conversation? Well, and especially because what if they were commenting to say, hello, I would like to give you money. money. <laughs> and, and we've all had that happen, right? Where we have tried to communicate with somebody on some social media and they don't respond. Then I take my little money and I go elsewhere. Go or I else. take my business partnership or whatever it is. I go find someone else who is at least going to acknowledge that I exist. Yes. And, you know, you brought up something else in the notifications when it says, mm -hmm. you know, someone has a new job mm -hmm. or it's somebody's birthday. Mm -hmm. And when I've done presentations, people go, oh, you know, I find that so annoying. You know, why do I, why do I mm -hmm. need to know it's their birthday or that they got a new job? And I'm like, well, that's one way you can engage with mm -hmm. them. Right. You know, there's somebody you connected with that you want to build a relationship with. Mm -hmm. How long would it take you to say happy birthday? Right. Have a great day. Right. Mm -hmm. um, or to say congratulations on the new job. You know, mm -hmm. how's it going? Yep. Um, that's just a great way to, and I've had the experience of um, reaching out to someone, mm -hmm. saying happy birthday. She responded. We ended up in a conversation mm -hmm. and she referred me for a speaking engagement. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, that and you never know goal. when that new business or new new position might be something that needs, needs your expertise. Your help. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I'm, you know, I'm looking at one here where I got one that there was three, three people or four people who have new positions. And so one is a consultant. 
No. <laughs> okay. You know, when, and that's, that's one of those bugaboos. Don't just put consultant as your job title. Right. That means absolutely nothing. Nothing. Same with founder, owner, president. Yes. Okay. We never, we haven't touched on that one. Yes. Yes. Um, now this one, this person is a director of marketing. They have a new position. Okay. That might be worth, worth at least saying, Hey, congrats on the new position. Right. Now it's not, you know, it, it, it's not, let me know if you can, if I can be of assistance, right. just congrats. Um, right. You know, this one added a, a new position. Um, this one, uh, it, it obviously started a, a, a new volunteer position, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so it's just, it's little snippets and you know, which brings me to one of the things people always say, how much time is this uh-huh. going to take? So how much, now you use LinkedIn extensively. And I'm going to say I'm using the word extensively, but not <laughs> saying you're on it, you know, 25 hours a day. Yes. How much time do you spend on LinkedIn? Oh, well, you know, I probably am like you, one of the exceptions where I spend mm-hmm. an inordinate amount of time. So what I'll answer with is how much time I think people should spend, right. you know, mm-hmm. that, that don't mm-hmm. do it now, but say they want to get more involved. Right. right. I say take 15 minutes, mm-hmm. maybe in the morning and at the end of the day, because right. the other thing people say is, how do I find time for it? Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll find time to be on Facebook. Yeah. So they'll take 15 minutes <laughs> off of Facebook and spend it on LinkedIn, folks. <laughs> well, and they'll also find time. You know, I do, when I do LinkedIn workshops, mm-hmm. they're three hours. Mm-hmm. So I say to people, you found three hours to come here today. Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You can certainly find 15 mm-hmm. minutes in the morning, right. you know, or 15 minutes mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. To go through, scroll the homepage to mm-hmm. see what other people are mm-hmm. posting, put up your own post, mm-hmm. um, you know, comment, like, share. Mm-hmm. And instead of watching, you know, that new binge worthy series on TV, mm-hmm. spend 15 minutes at right. night, you know, to do that. Mm-hmm. And so that's more manageable for most people. Say, oh, Right. You know, the, the mm-hmm. trick for someone like me or you, and I'm including you, tell me if I'm wrong, is we can get on there and go down the rabbit hole and be there. Oh, yeah. Squirrel. Longer. Um, yeah. You know, and, and um, which that's not a bad thing because, you know, I can get lost in the, in the rabbit hole of Facebook and learn absolutely nothing, nothing and waste a lot of time. I can get down the rabbit hole of LinkedIn and be learning and making connections. connections. So there, there is a little bit different there. Yes. And I just want to stress again, you know, it's not how many connections you have. Right. It's about the quality mm-hmm. of it. Because ultimately, you know, we have colleagues. I don't know how many you have. I don't probably have as many connections as you do. But, you know, colleagues that do have 30,000 connections on LinkedIn. Right. And my theory is, how do you really build and nurture relationships right. with 30,000 mm-hmm. people? Mm-hmm. So you'll find there'll probably be a smaller network of people that you do engage with more consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't always think about, oh, you know, I've got to get mm-hmm. 5,000 connections. Mm-hmm. It, it will be helpful when you launch a program, mm-hmm. you know, right. to have that greater reach. Mm-hmm. But how many people are you actually starting to engage mm-hmm. with and interact with and build relationships? Right, right. So. I mean, it's just like a chamber membership. You know, yeah. there might be 5,000 people that are part of that chamber. Chamber. But there's, you know, 50 that you network with on a regular right. basis, um, you know, and, and yeah, I'm, I just looked, so I have just a little over 4,000 connections. Mm-hmm. I don't know those 4,000 people. people. Yeah. You know, and, and, and could I go through and weed a bunch of them out? Sure. Mm-hmm. But why would I, I mean, there was a reason we connected 
but that does bring me to you know the the next set of mistakes that people make is you know they they think well I should only connect with people I know I should only connect with people in my geographic area area you know I I have one person on Facebook who says uh, on Facebook who who posts his LinkedIn thing but he said I will only connect with you if we have met in person, in person. now there's no hard and fast rule I mean you know and and no. but, you know, well, but, you know, yeah. LinkedIn's terms of service, I don't know if they've changed them, but used to be, you know, they Oh, yeah, you were supposed to have met them. No one, no yeah, one that you don't connect with anyone that you don't know. Right. But I find one of the mistakes people make mm -hmm. is they get a connection request mm -hmm. from somebody they don't know and they just ignore it. Right. My philosophy is don't ignore it. You One, you don't have to accept mm -hmm. it or right. ignore it. Go to that person's profile. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm read about them. Hopefully right. they have a robust profile, mm -hmm. you know, and see what's there and go, Oh, mm -hmm. you know, Deb career, she might be a good connection right. for me. Right. And then and you can always them, ask them, why did you well, want to connect with me? Mm -hmm. That's my next mm -hmm. step is you go in and you reply, but you mm -hmm. don't accept. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, when we're not screen sharing, but there's a way to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. you can say, Oh, Deb, thanks for reaching out. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious, and this is mm -hmm. what I say, I'm curious, were you referred to me mm -hmm. or were you simply searching LinkedIn? Right. It helps me mm -hmm. to know how people mm -hmm. connect with me. Mm -hmm. Now, there'll be some people who never respond, and my mm -hmm. first thought is then, why did they reach out? Right. They're a bot. They're, uh -huh. you know. Mm -hmm. Or there'll be those people that say, thanks for connecting, and I haven't connected with them yet. I've right, because them, they, they did the cut and paste. Mm -hmm. They're like... Thanks for connecting. Um, you know, here's my stuff. Buy my stuff, and I'm like, well, you still didn't answer my question. Mm -hmm. And and now I'm really not going to connect with you, right? Mm -hmm. And then there will be be people who will respond and say, mm -hmm. oh, I was searching, or mm -hmm. oh, I listened to you on the podcast with mm -hmm. Deb Creer, and I wanted to reach out. I'm like, oh, and we're talking about people who don't send a personalized request. right, right? They just send a generic mm -hmm. request, which is another mistake. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I think we need to write a book. I know um, we should. We should. Yeah. Well, and you know, let's let's talk about that specifically because you know I'm looking at mine right now, and I've got I have a bunch of outstanding requests just because mm -hmm. you know I, I I don't always go in and ignore them, and and I there are times where I just leave them there because then they're kind of never never land. <laughs> but um, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, there's there's thirty five uh -huh. pending invitations right now, none. Of them sent a personal request personal request which is part of why I ignored them mm -hmm. you know and 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 I tell people you know we we don't remember things you know I might have just had the most fascinating conversation with you at a networking event and I get back and I don't remember your name so you know tell me hey it was great meeting right. you at the chamber event please you know let's let's connect on LinkedIn I do that with my guests for this podcast you know I always connect with them on LinkedIn uh -huh. Every once in a while, I have somebody who doesn't have a LinkedIn profile, and I'm like, "And you're in business?" But different <laughs> conversation. Um, but I always say, "Hi, you know, hi, Deborah." Uh -huh. Setting up our connections because you're going to be a, a guest um, on on my program, uh, the hi. Business Power Hour. That way, they know exactly why. You know, so it's not a spammy sales pitch. You know, and and and. Of course, they always connect. I mean, you know, nobody's, yeah. they, they want me to be able to promote them. So, you know, it's, right. it's not that they're going to tell me. No, but it takes a couple seconds, folks. Remind somebody why you, you know, and, and tell them why you want to connect. 
Yes. I mean, it's so true. And I've had people when I've reached out, they go, oh, Deborah, we met at, you know, this mm-hmm. business event. And I go, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't remember. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, remember mm-hmm. that. But thank you for reminding mm-hmm. me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and sometimes people, you know, they'll just meet you in an event and mm-hmm. they'll pull out their phone and say, well, let's connect. And they'll just mm-hmm. hit the button. Um, and most of the time I'll remember because I just happened at an event right. that I was mm-hmm. at. But it's just, it's like you said, it doesn't take much time mm-hmm. to send a, a short message mm-hmm. saying, it was great meeting you at mm-hmm. the Boulder Chamber. I'd like to stay in touch with mm-hmm. you. Um, or, for example, I commented on somebody's LinkedIn post. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I got a request from somebody I didn't recognize, right. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And she did. I sent her a message saying, you know, how are we connected? Mm-hmm. She said, right. oh, I saw you commented mm-hmm. on Tony's post. Right. And when Thought I looked, looked at my notifications, mm-hmm. I, you know, that I saw her name saying mm-hmm. she reacted to that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But, in the, you know, the, in the first place, mm-hmm. she should have sent a message saying, oh, Deborah, mm-hmm. I'm connecting right. because I mm-hmm. saw you comment on time. But right. luckily she responded and now we are building a yeah. relationship. And, and I'll be honest. I mean, one of the problems is this right here. When you <laughs> use the app, it just automatically sends the request to connect. Ah, um, but there is a way to get around that. Ah, do tell, <laughs> do tell. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, it it's requires a screen share, I think. But when you go, so when you're on your phone, and I have a blog post about it, maybe I'll send you the link. Oh, yes. And, on, and we'll we'll share that with people. Yeah. When you're on your phone or your iPad, mm-hmm. um, there's a spot on someone's LinkedIn profile that either will say more or has three dots. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, first, you always go to their profile. Yes, okay. yes. Even if and you it, met them and knew all about them, just go to look to see. Go to the profile. Mm-hmm. And on your phone, though, you don't want to click the connect button. Right, because it does just... Then it just the sends out a message. Mm-hmm. You want to click on that button that says more or has mm-hmm. three dots. And then it will come up with a drop-down menu that says personalize your invite. <gasps> Perfect. Yay! And then you can say, hey, Deb, it was great being on your podcast. Mm-hmm. So it... It's not very obvious, so right. you have to sort of search for it. But mm-hmm. it, I used to get a lot of people that said, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. I was using my phone. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's right. not an excuse anymore. Right, yeah, because and, and, and it makes sense that, you know, and, and so I'm sure what it is is they're thinking, okay, you're standing here talking to each other. Here, I'm going to send you a request to connect. Right. That's not the way most people do it. Do you it. Know, because for one thing, that's distracting. That's like taking a text message in the middle of a conversation. I mean, you know, right. <laughs> you, you don't want to be sidetracked. And, and so I, I love that tip. Yay. I love it. Yay. I love it. Um, you know, and then one of the other things that I do is, you know, not just look at like, like you mentioned that one person saw that you had commented on somebody's post. Mm-hmm. I look at who viewed my profile. Mm-hmm. Now I do pay. So I get, I get more people and I get a little, little bit more uh-huh. information, but I will go and look at their profiles and, and I'm just curious, you know, as to, as to why. And, and so then if they look like somebody that looks interesting, I will send them a request to connect. And I, and, and, but I'm, I'm totally truthful about it. I say, you know, I noticed that you looked at my profile. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but let's connect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the very least, they're going to tell me no, no, you know, and, and, but there was some reason they looked me up. Now there's, you know, the, the nice thing is there's, I believe only two other Deb careers. So it's not that they probably got the wrong person, you know, mm-hmm. I, and, um, but you never know. I mean, I've made some really great business connections that way. Is yeah. it a little like stalking? 
yeah, yeah, but it's it's information that's out there. I mean, it's not that I had to dig or anything. It tells me, you know, so-and-so looked at, oh, at looked your at profile. Your profile. Mm-hmm. Well, and on the other hand, too, sometimes I'll notice that somebody I am already connected mm-hmm. to viewed my profile. Right. And mm-hmm. so in that case, I'll be, I'll reach out and say, mm-hmm. Deb, I noticed you yeah, were so at my profile. Mm-hmm. Is there something I can help right. you with? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Short and sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, Like mine, it's going to come, my name is going to come up in your list because I'm in your profile right now. Yeah. And I know why. So I won't have to reach out. You don't have to, you don't have to reach out and touch me. Um, um, But you know, the, the whole, it it is a very personal choice as to who you connect with and and why you connect. Um, You know, there are people who only want to connect in their physical proximity. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, but I tell people, you know, you never know when that person halfway around the world might know the person that is is best to connect with here. So, you know, you you you, you even if you have say a physical business location, you know, you never know who you're connected with. Connecting with. Well, that's like the birthday message I sent, mm-hmm. you know, to a colleague. She was in Florida. Mm-hmm. The person she referred me to was not in Florida. Mm-hmm. I forget where she was. Right. Um, but it was, you know, it mm-hmm. was it was a referral. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, I stress, mm-hmm. you know, don't always think, oh, is this person going to be a client? Mm-hmm. Um, it may not be a client, but right. it might be, as you said, somebody mm-hmm. who knows somebody who goes, mm-hmm. oh, that's right. a great fit mm-hmm. for you to connect. You mm-hmm. know, let me refer you to that person. Yep. Let yeah. me introduce you to that person. Mm-hmm. So now I don't ever connect with somebody who doesn't have a picture. You know, I'm looking at one, they have dog tags. Uh, two have their company logos. One has their company name. Now there are business pages. We didn't even talk about that. Right. Um, you know, this one has a tree. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, and then some of them, you know, some of those headshots were a little skeevy too. So, you know, you might, might want to think about those. This one has a guitar. Well, that's interesting. Um, and, you know, and, the, and some of them, I can tell the second I connect with them, they're going to, you know, like it might say as part of their profile, you know, podcast promoter. Oh. I don't need a podcast promoter. I don't want to connect with a podcast promoter and please don't pitch me on it 900 times. Um, you know, and, and so I go through and, and I look, but, you know, if, if someone, especially if someone has taken the time to send me a message. Even if I can tell it was a cut and paste message, uh-huh. it moves them higher up on my my potential list of hey, they at least look somewhat somewhat interesting. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because as a speaker, one of the connection requests I got was, "Are you still doing speaking engagements?" Hmm. And I'm like, "Well, if you were on my profile, you see that I am right. a speaker, mm-hmm. you know, and it said it's current." Mm-hmm. Well, in a group with other speakers all of a sudden several of them started saying, has anyone gotten this LinkedIn request <laughs> saying, are you still doing speaking engagements? And we're like, oh yeah, was it John Doe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, you know, so, and I re- actually responded to the gentleman, mm-hmm. but he never responded back, right? right. you know, so mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's life. <laughs> it's deciding right. who you want to connect to and who yeah. you don't. And it is about building those relationships. You know, if somebody asks you a question, if it's clearly not a spammy type of thing. Now, I don't respond to the spammy people. I, you know, and, and I know people who do. They think it is the most fun thing in the world to respond right. to the spammers. Um, and, you know, I just ignore them. I'm not going to respond I- either way to, you know, I just ignore the spammy things. But <laughs> if it is a, a good request, you know, even if it was a request, yeah, I respond. You know, and, and even if it's just to say, hey, thank you, you know, and, and mm-hmm. 
um, you know, and, and, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. And Deborah, we've done the hour. Can you believe this? (laughs) See, this is why I set the timer because we'd be going four hours from now. (laughs) I know, I know, you know, and, and, but that's, what's so cool about this. And, and I think that's one of the things that so many people don't understand is there is so much to LinkedIn. Um, you know, it's not just cut and paste your resume. It's not, let's do, you know, a new connection every Mm -hmm. once in a while. It really is a robust business platform for building your personal brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, um, you know, and there's like many things I find LinkedIn doesn't change as much as some of the other social Mm -hmm. networks. You know, right. that it was pretty consistent mm-hmm. for a while. It did throw me um, when it was no longer mm-hmm. summary. It was about, I was like, oh. about, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, cause I always talk about the summary section mm-hmm. and somebody pulls it up and goes, it says about what's, where's the summary section? Uh, like, yeah. oh. mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's the same thing, mm-hmm. you know? So there's little changes that happen here or there, mm-hmm. um, but it is somewhat consistent. Mm-hmm. I find, you know, and there are certain things that um, they roll out. Mm-hmm. That not everyone gets at the same time. Right. Yeah, LinkedIn live video is is. Yeah, yeah I, I still, still don't, don't have do that mm-hmm. live. Yeah, um, and there was some other thing that they recently rolled out features, mm. um, where when you put media on your mm-hmm. site on your profile, mm-hmm. um, mine is under my about section and in my experience mm-hmm. section, but they started a new section. Right, a section features. on features. Yeah, I've I've seen that and, on some people's platforms, and I haven't seen it mm-hmm. on my profile. Right. So, you know there are things to sort of pay attention to and things that change mm-hmm. and shift here and there. Right. So it's, right. you know, it's an ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, speaking of ongoing conversations, we will continue this again because it's, it's so much fun and, and you know so much. And, and, you know, I definitely want to encourage people to reach out and contact you. So how do they find you? On LinkedIn. Um, they can find me on LinkedIn. They can also find me uh, if you're interested in speaking and having somebody do a LinkedIn workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, my website is DebraJason.com. Okay. Um, if you're interested in copywriting and finding, you know, a copywriter to help you, it's RightDirection.com, mm-hmm. which is W-R-I-T-E, RightDirection.com. Mm-hmm. And then there's this. <laughs> <laughs> which you can find on Amazon, but you can also find it at Millionaire Marketing on a Shoestring mm-hmm. Budget. Uh, when you order it there, you get the nifty gold shoestring. Oh, yes, yes. See, gold shoestring. Mm-hmm. And you get an autographed copy. But, you know, it's so it's available in a multitude of ways as a print, physical print book, as a uh, mm-hmm. ebook. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the ways you can track me down. Great. I love it. You know, and you've got lots of resources. And so I encourage people to, to reach out and connect with you. If you are reaching out to Deborah on LinkedIn, be sure to say that you heard, you know, you, you heard today's program. Um, you know, personalize those requests, folks, you know, and, and you know, have your picture, have all that stuff. Now, don't think, I, it's funny, I always have people that say, I can't connect with you on LinkedIn because my profile's not perfect. Oh. <laughs> my profile's not perfect, folks. You know, it's it's perfectly okay, you know, to to, to do things. So, um, you know, it's it's okay to connect with Deborah if 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 your profile's not perfect. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, do you have any final thoughts for everyone? Um, final thoughts. So, go back, look at your LinkedIn profile. Uh, a couple of final thoughts, probably. Think about if you haven't before. Think about keyword phrases, mm-hmm. you know, and what might somebody search if they don't know who you are. Okay. And then put those keyword phrases in your professional headline, mm-hmm. in your about section, 
in your current experience, in your past experience, if it's applicable, mm -hmm. um, as skills in your skills and endorsement mm -hmm. section. Mm -hmm. And you can even optimize your keywords in the website links, cool. um, which is a whole nother lesson. So think about that. But remember to share from a personal side who you are and how you help people. Mm -hmm. So the about section is that your current experience is more about what you, I find a lot of people take the company that they're working mm -hmm. for and they talk about it in their about right. section. The company does this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So talk mm -hmm. about that in your experience, mm -hmm. not in your about section. Mm -hmm. Because again, as we said earlier, it's about you know your personal brand and mm -hmm. sharing a little bit about who you are. Right. So those are a couple of quick tips. Perfect. I love it. And, you know, as Deborah said, she can be found on LinkedIn and then there's all of her, her various websites. Such fun, as always, chatting with you again. We must do it more than just once a year. I mean, you know, that's the, <laughs> we do. Once a year, we get together, we chat. Um, you know, and, and so we do need to do it more often because you, you are such a great resource and you've got such great information. But until then, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely wonderful time talking with Deborah Jason. And everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.